Hi there. You're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show, where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, The Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. Can we end the confusion with the use of the legal assistant versus paralegal job titles? No, probably not, but let's try. Before I jump into this episode, I have to make an announcement. For the rest of this year, 2023, I'm going to scale back a little bit and only put out two podcast episodes per month. I'm heading into my busy season at the Paralegal Bootcamp, and I'm in the middle of launching a new version of the Personal Injury Paralegal Bootcamp among a bunch of other things. It takes a lot of work to launch a new course and run the business. I still wanna get you guys some great content on here, so in order to continue to do that and be able to get all my other work done, I have to cut back a little bit. So after this episode, we'll be back on Monday, October 9th. One more announcement. I'm looking for a couple of guests that I'd love to know if you know of anyone or if you're that someone. If you do, and I'll describe them in a minute, but if you do, email support at paralegal-bootcamp.com and in the subject line, write podcast guest. So I'm looking to interview someone who has used their paralegal experience to then go down an alternative career path. I don't mean a new paralegal who decided to work somewhere unique that's not in a law firm. I'm looking for someone who's worked as a paralegal in a paralegal position for many years, and then used that experience to move into a completely different direction, but did so based on and as a result of their paralegal experience. For example, you might have heard me talk before about the litigation paralegal who worked in construction litigation and then went on to take on a VP role at a construction company, a big international construction company, She got that position because of her experience as a construction litigation paralegal. Or the person who was a real estate paralegal at a law firm for 20 years and is now an executive at a cell phone company in charge of their real estate acquisitions throughout the entire United States. If you know of someone who's done something like that, and it doesn't have to be big like that, just someone who's taken their paralegal experience and used it to go an alternative route outside the law firm and corporate legal environment and all that. The second type of guest that I'm looking for is a paralegal who's making more than $175,000 a year and has less than 20 years of paralegal experience. And if you want to come on and not use your name or heck, even just, you know, we can disguise your voice because maybe you don't want your coworkers to recognize you. We have the technology available for that. So if you're in either one of those categories or you know of someone who is and you want to send them this podcast episode or tell them to email support at paralegal-bootcamp.com. All right, back to this week's topic, the confusion and the debate surrounding whether or not you're a paralegal or a legal assistant. Do you know why it's difficult to end the confusion on those titles? It's because the ABA keeps changing its definition. Well, also because every law firm has a different definition for what a legal assistant is. 
None of the definitions of the paralegal title have ever really changed much, though. They just keep changing the definition of a legal assistant. So that's what I want to focus on today. We've got to go way back, way, way back to 1929 to start to clear up the confusion. Yep, you heard that correctly. 1929. That was the first association, NALS, N-A-L-S, which back then stood for the National Association of Legal Secretaries. They changed it in 1999 to the National Association of Legal Support Professionals. But let's go back to when they started it in 1929 as an association for legal secretaries. That's because back then there really was no such thing as a paralegal. The paralegal profession was born out of legal secretaries who were functioning at a higher level. And truth be told, I suspect some of it was born out of attorneys wanting to be able to bill some of the things that their smart secretaries were doing on client files. Then NIFBA comes along in 1974 and NALA in 1975. NALA is the National Association of Legal Assistants. Now they call themselves NALA, comma, the Paralegal Association. And they've changed their certification designation from CLA, Certified Legal Assistant, to CP, Certified Paralegal. Back when NALA was the National Association of Legal Assistants, the ABA's definition of a paralegal and their commentary on what the terms legal assistant and paralegal were They said that those terms were used interchangeably. In other words, a paralegal and a legal assistant were the same thing. Now, that was back then. That was at a time when law firms had legal secretaries. Times have changed. It started a decade or two ago when law firms were having a hard time filling the secretary positions. So they started creating, some of them, these hybrid positions and called them legal assistants. They could bill some of their time, but they primarily did administrative tasks that a legal secretary used to do. It was easier to fill the position with the title legal assistant. I remember sitting in an HR meeting in 2009 and everyone in HR was saying, we have to restructure the legal secretary role because the younger generation doesn't want to be called secretary. Also, the new generation of associates were technologically savvy and didn't need as much traditional secretarial support. So the ratio of secretary or assistant to the attorney grew from what used to be one secretary supporting two or three attorneys to one legal assistant supporting seven or eight attorneys. So then in 2020, the ABA did a 180. They updated their definition of paralegal to remove the term legal assistant and said, and I'm going to quote them here, the ABA says, a paralegal is a person qualified by education, training, or work experience who is employed or retained by a lawyer, law office, corporation, governmental agency, or other entity and who performs specifically delegated substantive legal work for which a lawyer is responsible. According to the current information on NALA's website, NALA realizes that the terms legal assistant and paralegal are used in the United States. NALA recognizes and supports paralegals regardless of title. However, as an organization, we primarily use the term paralegal. 
So NALA also stated that the terms legal assistant and paralegal are used interchangeably, much like the terms attorney and lawyer. It may be that the title is used interchangeably, but that just makes it all the more confusing to the general public and particularly to a client who sometimes gets billed for time spent by a legal assistant at one firm, but at another firm, they get billed for time spent by a paralegal, and the legal assistant is answering the attorney's phone. Now, given that NALA's full name is the National Association of Legal Assistants, it might be tricky for them now to have to change the name of their association to coincide with the ABA's distinction between a paralegal and a legal assistant. That being said, I kind of don't blame them, right? Because in 2020 was when the ABA did a 180. What if in 2040 they decided to go back and reverse it? (laughs) So who knows? Anyways, so typically when I start to write an outline for a podcast episode, the first thing I usually want to do is Google and see what are other people saying about this topic. Now I know why people are confused. The very first article I came across was downright wrong. There was no data on it, so I'm not sure why Google ranked it number one in my search results other than it was a Florida college. So it was in their FAQ, the college's FAQ for their paralegal certificate program, and their answer was, there is no difference. Yes, there is a difference between a legal assistant and a paralegal. Even prior to the ABA's clarification on the two roles in 2020, You know, their answer might have been technically correct, but still fundamentally wrong. Now, it's dead wrong. Whether you go by what the ABA says, or here's what the ALA says. The ALA is the Association of Legal Administrators. So all of the heads of HR, office managers, paralegal managers, they're members of the ALA. They said that legal assistants divide their time equally between paralegal tasks including researching and preparing discovery and legal secretary tasks up to and including filing, docketing, and assisting their attorney in the practice of law. The only definition I could find from the other associations like NIFPA and NALS were old definitions that were dated well before the 2020 update from the ABA. I think one of them was like from 2002 or something so I won't even bother quoting those definitions. Well, so why do people get confused about the two roles? Well, because every association is using different definitions or they're using outdated definitions prior to that 2020 update. I think it would be really helpful if all of the paralegal or paralegal-related associations update their definition based on what their interpretation of that ABA update is. Maybe you don't agree with it. Okay, what is your interpretation of that ABA definition? But don't leave a 2002 definition on your website. So what are the different educational requirements? That's where the big difference is. Most paralegal positions are going to require a minimum of an associate's degree in paralegal studies and a paralegal certificate or a paralegal certificate And then some law firms, a lot of them, prefer candidates that have a bachelor's degree and a certificate in paralegal studies. Can a person ever get a job without a college degree and a paralegal certificate? Yes, of course. Sometimes. 
However, the employment opportunities of that person is going to be significantly less than those of someone who has a college degree and a paralegal certificate. In fact, in most of the AMLAW 200 firms, a paralegal has to have those in order to be considered for employment. Now compare that to legal assistance. There's really no minimum education requirements. That is, unless the firm is using the terms or titles interchangeably still. In which case, if they're calling their paralegals legal assistants, then yeah, they would require the college degree. And then that's why new graduates are so confused. Okay, wait, they want a bachelor's degree and a paralegal certificate for a legal assistant position? Yeah, because those are probably their paralegals. That's why. Anyway, so what are the different skills needed? Now for this, I put together a chart. Well, I started the chart. I had Heather do the nice graphics on it. I'm going to put it on the blog page and I'll see if I can upload it to the podcast episode page as well. But it compares, you know, there's a lot of similar skills that both of them need. Paralegals and legal assistants need organizational skills, attention to detail, client communication skills, obviously excellent writing skills. They need to be able to draft basic legal documents. Now on the legal assistant side, on the paralegal side, then they might need to draft complex legal documents. Anyways, I put together that whole chart. Go and check it out. It's It's got a check mark for the things that are similar and an X if you know, the skill typically isn't required. Again, this is, is the skill typically required? Well, then which position or title pays more, a legal assistant or a paralegal? Ah, the million dollar question, or perhaps the slightly more than minimum wage question. Typically, paralegals earn a higher salary than legal assistants. Now, remember, they should if it's required that they have a bachelor's degree and a paralegal certificate. Typically, they are earning higher wages, again, unless they're using the title differently at the law firm. However, like everything else, it's based on your years of experience, your education, the location that you're at, the size of the firm you're at, the practice area you work in. That's why you can never really see what is a a typical paralegal salary. You can't even go by what the Bureau of Labor Statistics say, so just ignore that. (laughs) So I also went and did some research on some of the various social media sites, of course, and I came across a thing on Quora, Q-U-O-R-A. And so when asked what is the difference between a legal assistant and a paralegal, I love this person's response. I'm going to quote it. I'll put the site to that on the podcast episode page, which by the way, if you don't know how to get to podcast episode pages, you go to the Paralegal Bootcamp's website, paralegal-bootcamp.com. Look at the resources page. And on the resources page, you'll see you can choose between the blog or the podcast. And if you click on podcast, you'll see all the little podcast episode cards, like little course cards kind of. Um, And you just click on that and go to the podcast episode page. So this Quora answer, this is an answer from a real human being when you're on Quora, says, so the question was, what is the difference between a legal assistant and a paralegal? And the response was, it's like trying to spot the difference between twins, isn't it? The main difference between a paralegal and a legal assistant lies in the scope of their responsibilities and the level of independence they have in their work. 
Let's start with the paralegal. Picture them as the legal detective, the Sherlock Holmes of the law firm. They play a crucial role in supporting attorneys by conducting research, drafting legal documents, and even assisting in trial preparation. Paralegals often have a more in-depth knowledge of legal concepts and may even specialize in specific areas of law. It goes on to say, on the other side of the legal coin, we have the legal assistant. Think of them as the right-hand man, woman, to the attorneys. Legal assistants provide vital administrative support, managing schedules, organizing files, and communicating with clients. While they may have some legal knowledge, their primary focus is on administrative tasks to ensure the smooth operation of the law office. You know, I think that's a good explanation of the difference between a legal assistant and a paralegal. I want to end with a quote from a former legal secretary at a firm I worked for. This was back when the ABA said that the terms were interchangeable. So in other words, back then, before 2020, the ABA said the legal assistant was the same as a paralegal. Again, back when we had legal secretary titles. So back then, the firm that I worked for sent out a memo that said legal secretaries should not be signing firm letterhead or email with the title legal assistant to attorney XYZ because it was confusing to the clients. Instead, they should sign emails and firm correspondence with the actual job title, which was legal secretary. Some of the secretaries got upset because they thought the title was beneath them based on what they were doing. A senior, very experienced legal secretary said, as long as I get my paycheck every other week, I don't give a crap if you call me the janitor. My title has nothing to do with the respect and work that I receive from my attorneys. Well said. I don't know if you and I can solve the debate or reduce the confusion, and even if we could, the ABA is going to update their definition again in 10 years, and we're going to be back to square one. So let's not fight about the titles. But let's at least look at it and say, can we make it a little less confusing to the public and to the clients? All right. I'll see you back here on the 9th. Bye for now. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.